Hello, hello, construction professionals. Welcome to the podcast where we flip the script on what it means to live, breathe, and lead construction today. In this podcast series, we unpack how great construction can really be when you lead with humanity, put people first, and drop the bullshit of the way it's always been done. Our world has changed, our conversations have changed, and it's time construction catches up. Hello, hello, what's going on, team? Welcome to another episode. Thank you for being here. I truly appreciate your time. I say that wholeheartedly, and I actually mean it. There are so many other things you could be doing with your time, and you choose to be here with me. So thank you for that. Today, we're going to talk about limiting beliefs. What's a limiting belief, you ask? Well, that's the voice in your head saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to manage this project. I'm not good enough to lead this team. I'm not good enough to lift that weight. And on and on and on and on and on. We all have them. It's those automatic negative thoughts that enter your mind. So the question for today is, how do your limiting beliefs control the decisions you make? Think about that for a moment. Pause it if you have to. And I'll invite you to perform an exercise. The exercise is designed to be written down because our brain conceptualizes things differently when it's written out on paper, usually by hand. We organically brain dump things and create solutions. So when able, if able, write it out. And if not, at least put some thought to it. And the thought is, what are your limiting beliefs? Let's not bullshit yourself. Don't bullshit me. We all have them. That could be, I don't have enough money, or I'm not in good enough shape, or I, I want to write that essay and I don't know how, or I'm going to go for that promotion, but I don't have the qualifications, and, 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 and. That, you know that story that goes on and on your head? That's that limiting belief. To so try this. Write down that limiting belief. And then leave some space below it, because we're going to dig for the truth. What's the truth, you ask? There is a truth. And when you introspectively look inside yourself long enough, hard enough, and consistently challenge your thinking patterns and say, why does that matter? You'll discover the truth. So if your limiting belief is, I don't have enough money, leave some space and write. Dig for the truth. Why is having enough money important? Well, I want to go on vacation. Okay, let's dig deeper. Why is going on vacation important? Well, I want to relax. Okay, what? why do you need to relax? Well, I really want to spend time with my family. Okay, are we getting somewhere? I don't know what your truth is. You know what your truth is. But I invite you to dig for it. And when you discover your truth, take action. You see, fear is not real. Will Smith said it beautifully. And I think it was from, I don't remember which movie it was. He was with his son and Ty, I believe, was his son's name in the movie. And he says, you know, fear is not real. Fear is something that we manifest in our head, which may or may not come true. Danger is indeed real. Danger is you're going to get hit by a bus, so you better move out of the way. Now, I don't remember the exact framework there. I am paraphrasing, so I invite you to dig that one up. My point is, is that fear causes inaction, and action cures fear. So define what those limiting beliefs are, and take action 
to break through them. Listen, I'm going to share a story to paint the picture for you. And I'm sharing this story vulnerably with authenticity and intentionality. I'm not doing this to flaunt my ego or beat on my chest. I'm sharing this so that you get that we're all human beings. And embodying the training, education, coaching work I do, I'm constantly working on myself to become better. And it doesn't put me above anybody else. I'm not immune to life. I'm not immune to the world. I don't live in a bubble. I too have limiting beliefs. Heck, half the re- not half, more than half the reason I'm here today on a podcast is because I took action. Because a previous version of me was, I don't know how to do podcasts. I don't know what to do for on and on. And then I took action and hired a coach. And I'd love to share that story with you. Here's not the place. Took action. A different version of me could have still resided within a corporate world. And it would have been thriving. And my limiting beliefs would have easily kept me there and could have easily kept me there. And then I dug in for the truth to define why things mattered, what mattered to me. And that brings me here today. Now, the story I want to share takes place on a soccer field. It was opening night, U10 boys, cold, windy, raining afternoon. And there were some mishaps. The organization thought it had everything together and there were some last minute changes that did not support the coaches and there were no coaches available for the team. So opening night, a convener standing there wholeheartedly, vulnerably saying, if there are any parents who are willing to help out, we're looking for coaches, we need coaches. The situation changed. I'm there and I've never coached soccer before. I've coached hockey for many, many years Aside from all the other training and education I have, coaching hockey has been a spot for me and I've missed it. And since neither of our kids have chosen to engage in the sport of hockey yet, it's not kept me in the arenas as much as I'd like to. And there's been a void in my life and I dug into that and I learned why and I'm sharing that with you now. And coming back to the story, this gentleman's up front looking for coaches and our son is sitting there, come on dad, coach, come on dad, coach. Must have been five, six. And I kept saying, no Christian, no Christian, no Christian. I don't know soccer. I've never done this before. It's not the same as hockey. And there was my limiting belief. I don't know how to play soccer. I've never done this before. I don't know these children. I don't know these families. I barely know this organization. And so fear took over. And I declined the offer. And as I went home and reflected on my thoughts, it took about 24 hours to sink in. I did the work and I started to realize by writing down my limiting beliefs of, I don't know soccer. Well, why does that matter? Well, I felt I didn't have the skill set to teach these young athletes. And what I learned was that's a skill set that can be taught. There are coaches' manuals out there. There are boatloads of information on the World Wide Web. And when you ask for help, as I subsequently did, I was even provided a guideline. Here's what you need to know. Here's what the young athletes should know. Yet my limiting belief of, I don't know soccer, I've never done this before, caused inaction. So I took a leap of faith and I connected with the convener and apologized for my tardiness and thanked him for his patience and said, listen, if there's still an opportunity to coach, I'm not looking to take a position away from somebody. I'm looking to step in. And there was most certainly a position. And today, I am excitedly coaching the soccer team. And it's important to know I've never done this before. 
and I don't have the skill set. And I didn't play soccer at any competitive level. And I've never been in that soccer orbit, that soccer world. And by being resourceful and digging in and writing down why that mattered, what I defined to me was what actually mattered to me was the opportunity to transfer that knowledge, education of what it means to be part of a team, what it means to work together, and what it means to be a better human being into these athletes. The skill set can be developed. And what I've learned along the way is that there are many people who are very easily able to help with that skill set development. And by empowering these children, I learn what they're capable of. And in some cases, their skill set far outweighs mine at 10 years old. And that's not what it's about. My limiting beliefs held me back. And by understanding what I wanted out of the situation and what I could contribute to it and what the truth was, was the truth I didn't know soccer? Yeah. Is that enough to hold me back? Could be. I chose to take action and learn and say, well, how can I create a workaround about, around that? So I share this with you in hopes that something sticks. So the next time the limiting belief shows up and said, hmm, I'm not good enough to lift that weight, lead that team. Well, what could you do to take action to get past that limiting belief? And if it's today, I don't know what it's involved to lift that weight off the ground. Well, become resourceful. Take action. Learn everything you can about that weight. Learn. So look at me. I learn what I need to learn to train these athletes. And what did I learn? There's a manual. My U10 boys, here's what the boys should know. Here's the drills to do. In fact, here's the gear. Here's the pylons. Here's the ball pump. Here's the balls. Here's everything you need to do. Then what was passed on to me was, you don't need to know soccer. You need to know how to communicate. You need to know how to connect. You need to know how to leave an impact with these children so that they show up and choose to play soccer every day. I'm not here to tell you how to kick a soccer ball. You can watch a billion YouTube videos to learn that. I'm here to inspire you and make you want to show up to play soccer today, tomorrow, and in the future. And that's what it's about. Now, my limiting belief could have held me back and I wouldn't be coaching today. And today I am. So thank you to my son Christian for pushing the agenda. And thank you for everybody else in my world, past, present, and future, who has helped me get to this point in time. Anyhow, that's what I got for today. I'll leave you with the key takeaways. Identify your liberty beliefs. Write them down and flush out the truth. How do you flush out the truth? Really take some time to reflect and dig in. Why does that matter? And keep asking yourself. And it might take several moments. Why does that matter? Why does that matter? And you're going to find the truth. And when it does, circle it, highlight it, put a sticky note on your forehead. I don't care what you do with it. But take action. Amidst the fear, take action. Fear is organic going to be there. Our brains are designed to keep us safe. So it's going to throw all the fear in the world. Fear causes inaction. Action cures fear. Take small micro steps to get past it. Thanks for being here till the end. If something landed with you, leave a comment, leave a rating. So this podcast will grow organically and land in orbit with other like-minded individuals so that we may all have access to information to help others become better human beings. Thanks for being here to the end. Jonathan Snelly leaving you here. Make your day great. Take action in light of the fear.